Welcome to the show. It's the Sky Show. We did it. Oh, we're doing it. We're doing it. Shouts to our Twitter fam. You know who you are. It's finally your time. Yeah, it's finally your time. You've been waiting. You've been listening to all the team previews. You've been buying up your jerseys and your gear in preparation for what is sure to be a very exciting season as a Chicago Sky fan. But if you don't know anything about it, we will inform you on this uh, episode of Team Preview. It's the Chicago Sky episode. I'm your host, Logan Jones, and with me is Kyle Haywood. What's going on, Kyle? Man, I'm doing fantastic. I'm I'm super pumped to be on this episode with you. Um, you're currently wearing a Chicago Sky hat. And uh, I'm pretty stoked to discuss Chicago with you. Um, I'm actually really, I, I'm pretty stoked to be the one here because I've got some takes. I'm just saying I've got some yeah. takes, Logan, and I'm excited to see where you and I end up in our discussion of the sky tonight. Yeah, just so you know, Kyle, the burden is heavy on you today because I know Jason and Steve also have a lot of thoughts on Chicago. <laughs> I know. All, we all want to talk Chicago. It's um, true. I like Chicago. You like Chicago. I've got the hat on. You've got the jersey in the background. This is a <laughs> team that's been fun for a while. We all love Coach Wade. We love what they've got going on there. They've been the talk of the offseason for much of the offseason. So we're going to break it all down for you uh, in the in the format that we've been doing all these team previews. I'm very excited to get started. We're going to dive directly into it. And it's going to be a little bit different with this one because... In the past, I've had to like compile notes and like think hard about like, where has this team been? And like, since we started the podcast, like, what have they done? I don't think I need notes on Chicago, to be totally honest with you. <laughs> Logan knows Chicago better than any other team. I've been a closet Chicago fan since we started the pod. Yeah. Uh, Allie Quigley was like one of my very first, like, I think that's my favorite player in the league moments. Um, <laughs> And they, they've had a couple different coaches since we've been covering the league. Amber Stocks was there 2017, 2018. But we're going to talk about 2019 onward because that's when the James Wade era began. Uh, coach James Wade came in, won coach of the year in 2019. Courtney Vandersloot was like doing her thing. She's one of the best point guards in the game. If you're new to the WNBA, like you got to get this through. Like Sue Bird is still playing. She's up in Seattle. She's great. You've probably heard her name, seen her kicks, whatever. Like Courtney Vandersloot is the best point guard playing, I would say, in the league right now. Like she is in her prime. She is an MVP candidate. You got to get to know her. We'll talk about her and a lot of other potential MVP candidates on this particular episode. <laughs> um, but that's, you know, the that's sort of we're in what I would consider the James Wade, Courtney Vandersloot era in Chicago. And it has been a fruitful one. Uh, they have made the playoffs the last two years. They won in the first round against Phoenix and then lost in the second round to Vegas in 2019. The Hamby Heave. Yes. Yes. Kyle, tell, tell new WNBA fans what happened in 2019. All right. So Logan just got done hyping Courtney Vandersloot. I've got Courtney Vandersloot's jersey behind me. It's my daughter's hands-down favorite player. Um, and Vandersloot had a turnover with like four seconds left on the clock to Erica Hamby snagged it at half court and launched it, drained it 
with like two seconds left. Well, yeah, maybe even less. And, uh, and basically Vegas won the game, uh, that way, which then immediately, uh, <laughs> our Twitch chat's already going crazy. Hamby was out of bounds. Hamby was out of bounds. We've got a lot of Sky <laughs> fans in our Twitch chat right now. Um, but, um, but immediately launched like this really cool rivalry between Las Vegas and Chicago, which has been a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's what, how Chicago was bested out of the playoffs that year. Um, and, uh, and then, yeah, we're in the playoffs again last season and a lot of people had them tagged as a potential, you know, finals run team. Yeah. Two years in a row, they've come into the playoffs, like full head of steam. Like, what are they going to do? We know they're super talented and they've got some of the best players at different positions on the floor. So like, can they beat the best the WNBA has to offer? And then in back-to-back years, they've lost in like, like fashion that we didn't really see coming. They, the handy heave was crazy because there was like six seconds left on the clock. So she didn't have to hurl it from there, but she did. And it was awesome because it went in. <laughs> um, and, and beyond that, like we, we just covered the Connecticut sun just a little bit ago, but the surprise kind of ups, not upstart, but. The underdog son ousted him last year when they, they had a good season last year too. They did have some injuries throughout the season. They went into the playoffs quite injured. Um, so it wasn't a complete shock to see him not go far, but for two years now, it's felt like coach Wade has put together a great group and they've played great during the regular season and that they haven't really proven that they're battle tested and ready to make a deep run in the playoffs. Yeah. They, boy, did they do some things in this off season to address those needs <laughs> because they went out and got a player who knows a thing or two about winning in the postseason. Kyle, we'll do returning players first because it's the only way I'll be able to keep things straight. <laughs> okay. They got so many freaking all-stars. They got Diamond to Shields is coming back. Diamond to Shields, who, if you've been listening to the podcast for a little while, uh, we were not high on her at draft day. We've been reminded by our Twitch streamer chat. <laughs> we, uh, she's proven us basically wrong in every respect. She was a WNBA All-Star in 2019. She made the rookie, all-rookie team in 2018. Um, she's basically been great since she's come into the league, and everybody around her has only glowing things to say. And just so darn yeah. likable. <laughs> yeah, and just fun. One of our one of the, the people whose stock rose the most at the All-Star game that we went to in 2019, um, just because she's got an infectious personality. She's fun to be around. The vibe of the Chicago Sky team is part of why it's so fun to watch. Yeah. It's not just that they're super talented. It's that they all contribute to just this energy that makes you think they can go all the way. And that's actually been happening before this season and their big acquisition that we're getting to. They've had that energy for a little while now. If they can stay healthy, we're going to talk about what that means for this team. In addition to Diamond Shields, they've got uh, Logan Jones... Personal favorite, one of the best players in the league, probably the best sharpshooting three-point shooter in the league on uh, on any given day. It's Allie Quigley. She's been in the league a little while now. Um, she's age 34. I only bring up age on this podcast when I feel like it jumps out at me as a surprise. Um, that one does a little bit for me, even though I know she's been around. That's a, that's, that's a, a good stint in the league. She was with the Mercury... She's with the fever. She's with the storm, uh, but she's been with the sky since 2013. And boy, all she's done in that time is won three consecutive WNBA all-star bids, six woman of the year, twice three point shootout champion twice and a bunch of awards over in the, uh, like the Turkish league where she plays in the off season. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> this this segment on other team previews lasts about two minutes. We're through two returning players for the Chicago Sky lineup. I don't even know if we're going to get to the bench. Logan, you you Logan might get shafted hype, if you're in the Logan's bench. Logan's just hyping every one of the... I love Dude, it. You're just hyping every player I'm, so I'm not much. even hyping them. I'm just you're not even to Vandersloot yet. This, this is the resume. I'm not even talking about... This, this is just what has happened. Courtney Vandersloot... As I said before, she's kind of the, the era of this team that they're in. I, I think she's, she's one of the two biggest names to know, although it's, it's hard to make that decision because it's just such a talented roster, but the starting five is insane. And she's part of the reason why, um, she's for some reason only a two time WNBA all-star 2011 and 2019. Seems weird, right? A little bit. Uh, because she is five times WNBA assists leader. And has racked up all kinds of other awards as well. She's a two-time all-first team, two-time all-second team. Um, she's been at the front of the league at the point guard position since she came into the league in 2011? 2011. And she's been with the Sky the whole time. She's a, a career Sky player, which is really cool because you don't see that a lot in the WNBA. Um, a lot of times people know when they draft good players, but like things happen and they still get moved. Um, very fun that she's been with the Sky the whole time. All right. That's three returning players. Uh, <laughs> boy. Are we just going to go like quick down the rest? Like Dolson, Stevens, Copper, like. So Kalia Copper's there and is awesome. She's been in the league for four years now and has really proven herself kind of a breakout player after, after a slower start. Um, Azure Stevens is there, another classic 2018 draft pick that turned out to be like a regular piece in the league because that draft was awesome. Gabby Williams is there. Gosh, is she from the same draft? Yeah, she is. Um, <laughs> they've both been in the league two years. Uh, and uh, I think that pretty much does. Steph Dolson. Uh, Chicago fans really like Steph Dolson. That's the nicest thing I'll say about Steph Dolson. But she's there. Uh, Ruthie Hebert out of Oregon. Ruthie Hebert's there. Um, yeah, it just, they, they bring everybody back. They, everybody, but one, they have one key departure and I'll get to that because I like building up the suspense of their big acquisition. Um, but the, the big, the big departure was they lost Cheyenne Parker. Um, we talked about her on a different preview episode. Uh, and I, I think that's a bigger loss emotionally for sky fans than on the court. Um, but before we get into what we're going to get into, Kyle, tell me, I mean, if you want to just talk about Vandersloot and nothing else, that's fine. But tell me about these returning, like the returning core for the Chicago Sky and why people are so excited for this core. Even though, they, like, on paper, like, they haven't made a deep run in the playoffs. They no. haven't been in the finals with this team, but people are still hyped for it. And I, I want you to explain why. No, this is a really great, this is a really great roster that, uh, for some reason just, um, just hasn't put it all together in the postseason. They're a really good roster, and you know you might say, "Oh, you know, Vandersloot's the best pure point guard. Quigley's the best sharp sharpshooter." Um, you know, like you've got a couple of really solid other players. The Shields has been really strong, um, but like they just haven't put it all together, and they're missing. They're just missing that next player that can just take them over the top. Like that's kind of where they've been the last few seasons. They've been really, really good, but they haven't had just that one key piece that's kind of takes them to the next level. And that's, that's kind of where they've been. One key piece indeed. (laughs) 
right. We'll talk about it. In the offseason, this Chicago Sky team that everyone already agreed was very good and a potential heavy hitter for next season went out and got themselves two-time WNBA MVP Candace Parker out of Los Angeles. Uh, and it's a home, it's a hometown reception for Candace, uh, yep. which is very cool. She goes from playing 12 seasons in a Sparks uniform to joining the Chicago Sky team and bringing in intensity to the preseason and, and kind of the lead up to this season that I think was missing in the past for the Sky. They always had a lot of fun. It seemed like they always liked being on the floor and playing together, but now it feels like they have a mission and that mission is a championship or bust. And I love that in a team like right at the beginning of the season to just determine that's what they're going to do. Um, I'm not going to go through <laughs> Candace Parker's resume because we don't have that kind of time. Actually, just go listen to our Candace Parker W history episodes. We did three full episodes on just Candace Parker, but she's, she's won everything there is to win in the WNBA like two times over. And she is a WNBA champion 2016 finals MVP 2016. <laughs> she's done it all. She's, she is that dude. I mean, like she's, if if you're new to the WNBA, part of the reason might be that you've seen her on Thursday night uh, basketball. She's there with Dwayne Wade and, and Shaq and is now like broadcasting in the offseason leading up to like playing professional basketball in just a couple days, which is pretty incredible. And by the way, she's amazing at that, too. And that's not just us <laughs> being like homers for the league. She's legitimately a great broadcaster. She could quit the WNBA today and be like the third best or second best WNBA broadcaster, like at TNT. Yeah. Maybe the first best. I love she's Kenny, but she's got better analysis than everybody on the show. So. <laughs> uh, so she wins at everything. She's good at everything. And I think she's going to boost this team to the next level in terms of key acquisitions. Like Candace Parker is the reason this section exists on every other team preview, because it's such an important part to what the sky have done this off season. It's the biggest move anyone's made. It's going to impact them on both ends of the floor. I want to ask you kind of a more open-ended question about Candace, just so you can you can kind of speak to whatever you want to speak to. But something I've been seeing coming out of training camp in the preseason is that everyone was asking when they got Candace Parker, like, who's going to stop this team from scoring? They have so many threats, and they've got Vandersloot who can move the ball better than anyone. But what I'm seeing from the players is that they think of themselves as a defensive team. Mm. And the question might be, who's going to score on this team? Which is how the Storm have won their last couple championships over the last couple of years is with you know being being able to do it on both ends of the floor. Yeah. So with that in mind, take it away. What does Candace Parker do for this team? Are they the team to beat? It's all you got. Candace Parker, like we like I alluded to before, they were missing that one key piece, and I think Candace Parker is that one key piece. I think that Candace Parker makes this team a title contender. Um, I will not go so far as to say they are my title favorite. I have another team in mind that is uh pretty clearly my title favorite and we'll get to them when we uh finish up these previews but this definitely puts chicago in the in the running like i don't think that they're a first round exit this year you know i think that this is this is a big t- <laughs> logan it's not phoenix okay <laughs> logan's text he's like sending a message it's phoenix kyle's gonna pick phoenix it's not phoenix all right <laughs> oh he's doing me dirty over in the over in the in the chat um no but like i, I this makes chicago a strong title contender 
I have, I do feel like there is still one glaring weakness for this Chicago Sky team. And unfortunately, it's kind of in the same weakness that we've seen in the last couple seasons. I feel like when they go up a real, up against a really strong front court, like they find problems. And so teams like Minnesota, Las Vegas that have really, really good front courts, I think could cause some serious issues for the Chicago Sky team. Um, so that's my, that's still my big concern. Um, I would love it. Uh, I would love for them to prove me wrong, but that's, that's kind of where I'm at with Chicago. Um, I do think they're in that top two or three, you know, echelon and potentially a first round buy, but I'm still nervous for a team that hasn't, you know, made a deep run in a long time to, to do it. Um, Candace Parker is a perfect fit for them. I think it's a great, great pickup. I don't think that they, they could have done like any better in the off season. Um, I'm just still in the wait and see mode and cautiously optimistic about the potential playoff run that the Chicago sky have, uh, ahead of them. Yeah, I think that's totally fair. Um, they're not as battle tested as I would like, but they are battle tested in the sense that overseas they've, they've won just about everything. I mean, their team, True. the team that, uh, Vandersloot and quickly play on is stacked, but it doesn't matter. Um, so they've won things before. Candace Parker knows how to win. Uh, coach, coach Wade is going into his third year with the team, which like I, I feel like it's like he's just so comfortable with this group and they know what they're doing and they, they're taking it so seriously. It reminds me of last year's storm. Like last year's storm team came into the season, like still having a lot of fun and knowing that they were good, but kind of more business like than some of the other teams. Yeah. I think Vegas, Vegas was a lot flashier. I think the sparks were, were up there and like threatening the one seed for a little while. And they were like, they were kind of trying to be that too. I think Seattle just went about their business and they knew that if they played to their potential, nobody in the league could beat them. I don't think Chicago is actually on that level, but they believe they are. And that could take them a long way. That takes us to our next segment, which is our ceiling and floor segment. Boy, I mean, I think in this case, the floor might more be more interesting than anything else uh, because the ceiling, I, I think they can win a championship. Yeah, there's a scenario where they win a championship. I, I don't think many people would dispute that. So, Logan, you usually ask this uh, to your co-host in these team previews, but I'm curious. I want to hear your floor first. Is that cool? I want to hear sure. your ceiling yeah. and floor first for for uh, Chicago. I think regular season, there's no way this guy team finishes below fourth. I think their floor is a top four seed and a buy in the playoffs. Uh, they're going to be hard to get rid of in the playoffs because they're not going to be eligible for a single elimination type game. I think they're going to be beyond that reach. So what I hope that means, by the way, is that they, they face up against Vegas at some point, probably in the, the semis or maybe even the finals. Um, because I really want to see a five game series between Cambage and Asia and this Chicago group. I think that would be great. Uh, so I think regular season floor, I think they finish. No worse than fourth place. They're, I, I would consider them a lock for a top four seed. That probably means they're, they're going like, I don't know, 10 games above 500. Like this is going to be a game that they're a team that wins a bunch of games. They're, they might fall asleep. I could see them showing up and kind of playing slow in the first half against a lesser team, thinking that their offense will get hot and save them in the second half and then not. Like I could see them losing to a team that doesn't make a lot of sense. 
But for the most part, I think they're going to pound the teams they're supposed to. And I think they'll split the games against the Seattles and the Vegases and those teams at the top. So they're going to have a great season. The floor is fourth. The ceiling is first. I think that's, that's within reason for them to be the top regular season team. Um, they can win a championship. They are not my favorite either. It's pretty close. It's pretty close, but I wouldn't pick them if, if I had to bet all my money on one team. There's there's another team I think I would pick before them, but um, they still have a very good chance. And and by the way, <laughs> if you are playing the odds, we don't we don't sports bet. None of us are sports gamblers here. Um, but the odds came out and didn't change. I, as far as I know, they haven't changed still. But Chicago's like sixth in the odds to win a WNBA championship. They're like plus fourteen hundred, mm-hmm. which is like. Boy, if I sports bet, like that's that's the smart money. Like there might be other teams that I think are more likely, but if I wanted to make money off of a bet, like they're not finishing sixth. They're <laughs> they're gonna be in the mix. Uh absolutely. So that's how I view it. I, I really don't see a scenario where they lose like they drop below fourth and then they lose in the first round. Um like, AKA the wobble season, unless, <laughs> I mean, even, even if they do suffer some setbacks in terms of injury, I think they've got enough depth and the starting lineup is just so super powered that they could probably survive it. I like it. I think it's just, I think you've got a really solid take. I'm slightly cooler on Chicago than you and, oh, no. uh, and yeah, like, <laughs> Oh, the, the people will not like this, Kyle. <laughs> I know. No, but here's the thing. It's, it's not, I'm, uh, this is not a knock on Chicago. There are, let me just think one, two, three teams off the top of my head that I would probably put ahead of them. Um, as far as my favorites to be the number one seed, I'm not talking titles. I'm talking because I already said Chicago's a title contender, right? I think that, you know, playing the right ball, I think they definitely could win a title this season. I think there's three other teams that I like a little bit better as far as maybe, you know, in those top two seeds. We've already talked about how those top two seeds are so essential. And there's three other teams I think are more likely there. So for me, I think their ceiling. I'm going to put them in that two to six range. I don't think they're dropping down, you know, barely squeaking into the playoffs at like a seven or eight. Um, but I'm not guaranteeing a first round buy for Chicago. Um, just simply because they haven't done it yet. And I understand it's Candace Parker. Trust me. I totally understand it's Candace Parker, right? We've done hours and hours of, of coverage of, of Candace Parker alone. Um, I get it. I, I, I just want, uh, yeah, I, I still feel like there's, there's a couple teams above that. So I'm going to go two to six range, but that they're a title contender and could very well walk away with the championship this season. So that's where I'm at. I do think they could, okay, uh, be in that first round of the playoffs. It's not likely. I, if I were to pick a spot for them, I would say third. If I were to guess any, like just pick a spot, yeah. I would say number three in the league is most likely for me. Yeah, so your your floor for them is you you could see them finishing as low as sixth. Did they get there, right? Yes, I I think that's fair because I do have an argument where if I wanted to make that if I wanted to make that my pick, I I feel like there is one thing I could say, and, and even now there's people in the Twitch stream going sixth, like get that out of here. <laughs> but I'll I'll say this for to to lend you a, an argument. Um, this the Chicago Sky team finished just twelve and ten last year and they were crazy talented last year. 
two games above 500 for the type of horses they were running out in their starting lineup last year is not great. Mm-hmm. And Candace Parker has been in the league a long time and she's been great for a long time, but it's hard to be great for a long, long time. Um, so, you know, she's going to come in. She could get 11 points per game like she did in 2019 or 15 points per game like she did in the Wubble. I don't know. Either way, she's going to be a threat on the offensive end. And she was in the running for defensive player of the year. Did she win defensive player of the year? Candace Parker? Yeah. 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 She won defensively. So like she's going to boost their defense no matter what. And then offensively contribute, even if she contributes the lowest points per game of her career, she she's elevates still, the offense. Yeah. Absolutely. So they will win, they will win a lot. And I, I think it will be hard for them to, to finish at that point. But like, I, I think, I think the, the group last year is being a little bit overstated because of just like how stacked the roster looks now when really they've, they've added, like they've added a lot. Candace Parker's adding a lot. You added an MVP. Um, but you weren't starting maybe as highly as you thought you were, Sky fans. Um, so if everybody stays healthy, it's unlikely, but that's why we play that game. Like their floor is if the worst case scenario happens. And, uh, I think that's totally fair. So I wouldn't bet on it. I think they're going to be really good, but, uh, this kind of goes without saying, but we'll still play this segment because we've got a little bit of time left. If I was looking and, and by the way, this is probably the team that's gained the most fans this off season. So if people are listening to these episodes looking for a team to be a fan of, this is probably going to be a popular pick um, because Candace Parker is returning to her hometown. But if I were looking for a team and you were trying to convince me to be a fan of the Chicago Sky, do you have a do you have a case ready, Kyle? Absolutely. I do. Here it is. You ready? Diamond to Shields tweeted out after a highlight video of Candace Parker dropping her a diamond practice. She tweeted out, if you would have told me, if you would have told the 10 year old me that this would be my teammate, I would have fell out. <laughs> now Candace sees this tweet, right? And says, dude, you just aged me in one tweet. The sincerity was there, but you could have left age 10 out. <laughs> so here we go. DeShields responds, I'll do you one better. When I was in sixth grade, you were a rookie, and it was also the first year Atlanta started the franchise. Me and my AAU team went and watched you play down in Atlanta. So just all I'm saying is uh Chicago is a team that has not – they've underperformed in the playoffs, okay? Um, Chicago's a, a, a city who's hungry for a basketball title, right? They're, they're really wanting one. Um, they've got a lot of history in that city and the sky are primed to make that run. Um, you've got a homecoming for, uh, for Candace Parker. You've got the best distributor in the game right now is on this team, the best sharpshooter. Um, and honestly, one of the biggest names that's ever played in this league is is finishing up her career likely in this city. Um, they've got sick threads. Um, there's so much to like about the Chicago team. This is probably the team that will gain the most fans, as you said, Logan. And uh, and there's there's just so many good reasons why I can't be upset uh, for people picking uh, Chicago. So um, there's my take. 
if if I were to if I were to choose and like to want I w- if I were to pick a series a final series that I want to see it would be Chicago and Las Vegas because of that budding rivalry and because I think yep. they are two of the top teams right now um they've got uh you know you've got a young star in Asia Wilson uh an aging star in Candace Parker you've got uh point guard versus point guard you know with uh you know Chelsea Gray and um uh or excuse yeah did I say that right yeah Chelsea Gray is in Las Vegas right I'm not losing my mind am I I I believe so so I haven't looked at Vegas's stuff yet <laughs> I just want to make sure I wasn't like absolutely yeah okay Okay. Whoa. It's been a long night with a lot of rosters. Yeah. I wanted to make sure I was clear on that. So Chelsea Gray versus Courtney Vandersloot. Like that would be such a fun series, uh, Vegas and, and, and Chicago. And I would love to see that happen. So that would be my pick. Yeah. So all of you who were, uh, everybody who's upset with me being like floor at six, you're high. Like, no, like I really do think that they, they're going to make a, a shot at the title. I'm just saying if, you know, I, I, yeah. There's there's my take, but yeah. I think Chicago's a great team for you to hop in, join in on this bandwagon. They're going to be fun for a couple of years, so hop on now. Yeah, undeniably a fun team to be a fan of, and not just because they're going to win a bunch of games, even though that's the most important part, um, but just because you get to be a fan of these personalities. You get to follow DeShields on Twitter. I mean, you do that anyway. If you're a fan of the W like we are, like we each kind of have our teams that we prefer, but y- you could do that anyway. But to have this be your team, to get to buy the merch... They've got great colors. They've got a great look. I love my hat. I only have one WNBA hat, and it's a sky hat with their old logo. It's like my favorite hat. Um, it's just fun. They're fun to be fans of, and it's it's not. It doesn't feel like being a fan of in the NBA world, like the the Golden State Warriors of the 2015, or like this year's Nets, or anything like that. Like they're a stacked roster, but they haven't proven it to anyone yet, and they they need to prove it to themselves too. Yeah. So it's not just like they're playing low stakes games all season waiting for the playoffs, which is kind of my beef with how a lot of the NBA shapes up a lot of the time. Uh, they're, they still have a lot to play for. They have a lot to prove. They have last year's loss to Connecticut and the year before that kind of shocking, not kind of, it was a shocking loss to Vegas. Vegas for was sure. good, but the way they lost, I mean, it was a great game, but they should have won that game and probably made a deep run. So it just feels like it's just evaded them for a couple of years now. And I think when things click this year, you're going to see one of the funnest teams we've seen in a long time. Absolutely. So now, I mean, are you maybe going to be a bandwagoner? Sure. But who cares? Like (laughs) (laughs) this would be a fun team to bandwagon for sure. Do what makes you happy. If you're wanting to be a fan of the WNBA because you're interested in Candace Parker and you're seeing her on TV and you want to watch more of her do that because it's going to be a lot of fun. Absolutely. So that's it. I mean, this was this was an interesting episode because I was like, are we going to like be under our time limit? Um, but, <laughs> but I think we still got through it all. I mean, just the returning core is crazy awesome. Everybody's going to be fun to watch. They're going to put up a lot of points. They're going to play awesome defense. I mean, adding a defensive player of the year who still is playing defense at that caliber, like that makes any team a contender, in my opinion. I mean, in, any team within reason, at least, that has some pieces around them. So uh, your fact... Your fun fact, which is not very fun for Chicago, <laughs> um, but your fun fact for Chicago That's awesome. is, well, they, so they came around in 2006, which you'd think that Chicago would be one of the first cities that the WNBA would have put basketball in considering what the NBA was doing in Chicago in the late nineties when the WNBA came around. 
Um, <laughs> and surprisingly, they, they weren't. They, they came around 2006. They were one of the later expansion teams. Uh, and in that time, one conference championship, zero NBA or WNBA uh, titles, mm-hmm. which is, you know, for Connecticut, I don't know if we mentioned this for Connecticut, but Connecticut hasn't won at all, but they've been there three times. They've given themselves a couple chances. Yep. Chicago's never gone deep. It's never been there. I mean, they've had good teams, but it's never been their style. So even if you're jumping on board this year, feeling a little bandwagony, Sky fans have not seen deep playoff success and championship. They've never seen their team in the finals. Didn't they? I thought they made one finals. Yeah, I was gonna say I thought they made one. Excuse me. They, they've once. They've once because they won a conference championship once, and it was uh, let's see. They lost. They lost to the WNBA finals to Phoenix three games to zero in 2014. So it's gonna be fun. It's going to be a roster. It's going to be a tw- eleven woman roster because their cap is maxed out so much they can't afford twelve players. They have so many big names that are on <laughs> big contracts, and then they have to sign Candace Parker. Didn't Candace Parker sign a less than max contract as well? It's up there, but it, they, she did take a slight cut from what she could have gotten to in order to return to Chicago. So, I mean, there's something to that too. Players taking a pay cut to go home, like that's cool. That's a cool story. Yeah, I think she's making one hundred ninety thousand. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> So, for for reference, uh, Jasmine Thomas is making that. You know what's bad is 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 I have two reactions to that. I have the reaction of "Whoa, that's a lot of money," and also, uh-huh. man, she should be making so much more. Yeah, for reference, if you're if you're new to the league, I've been saying that a lot. Uh, Deladon's making two hundred and twenty. Dewana Bonner's making two twenty. Sky Dig is making two twenty. I mean, that's the the max is like two twenty one four fifty. Right. And there's a lot like Tarazi, Cambage. Um, they're Howard all there. isn't quite there. She's Howard is just short. For some reason, they shorted her five thousand dollars, probably to like make cap room for something else. Um, but yeah, this is uh, this is as decorated a player that it, as exists in the WNBA, and she's making uh, she's making. I mean, she's making money. She's making more than we're making. Yeah, yeah. and also for reverence, prior to this, wasn't the max like one twenty five? Uh, I mean, yeah, I think it was 130. 130, yeah. So this is big. Like, this is a big deal. And, uh, you know, she's making a lot more. But, yeah. Was, yeah. That, there's some context for you new to the league fans that are checking out the Chicago Sky episode. Uh, they, uh, they're making a lot more money. It's a significant bump. But, uh, yeah, we're still just, we're not even to that quarter of a million mark yet. It's going to, you know, the Players Association is going to have something to say about the next negotiation uh, the roster size and, and teams not filling out their roster size because they're worried about the cap. The middle, uh, what they call the middle class in, in all sports leagues is kind of getting squeezed right now. Mm-hmm. It's valuable to have rookies that are producing and supermax players that are earning supermax type contracts. And everything in between is, is yeah, the WNBA is going to join that sports discussion with other leagues trying to figure out what to do with those <laughs> kind of mid tier players. Yep. Which is fun. I like talking about that, but that's probably for another time. Uh, that was the Chicago Sky episode, and I feel like we still have so much to talk about. Like, this whole season, we're going to be talking about the Chicago Sky, so that's an <laughs> added bonus. If you decide they're your team, I mean, they're going to get covered. They're going to be good. We're going to be talking about them a lot. If Honestly, if they start off slow, we're going to be covering that, too, because it'll be a surprise if they start cold. So, um, no matter what happens, this is sort of a... It's not the Sky's year in the sense that I think that they're the best team, but it's the Sky's year because they're the most intriguing. Yes. Um, which is very I'd interesting. Agree with I mean, that. 
there's a lot of teams where we still have a lot of previews to go because the sky finished sixth last season at 12 and 10, um, which isn't as high as you would think for a team that we're so hyped on. But we got more team previews that are going to come your way very soon. Uh, we're going to wrap up our stream and our recording for tonight. But thank you, Kyle, for joining me for the last couple team previews and uh, lending me your input. Yeah. Um, and and keeping helping me keep the rosters straight along with our our faithful Twitch streamers. Uh, if you want to watch our show, uh, we we always record because we we are a podcast and we want you to find the show and rate our podcast and and have that be a good listening experience. But if you want to watch us and get a little bit of extra kind of before and after uh, insight into just the talks that we have and and kind of the recording of the show, uh, it's really fun to be on Twitch with you guys. A lot of we've got a good solid Twitch group that kind of tunes in when we send out the tweet that we're going to be on and streaming. Um, and it's fun to have real time feedback yeah. uh, from people. That's, that's made these shows really exciting. Absolutely. It's, it's been a, a ton of fun. You know, we just can't say enough as we look over and we see, you know, we'll, we'll make a take and all of a sudden, you know, uh, people will go off on, uh, you know, who the Chicago sky had during that, uh, you know, finals run and who was on the team then. Oh man. Then what about this? What about that? And, it's so much fun to watch people discussing what we're talking about, like in real time. And <clears throat> honestly, come give your take because there's a lot of people going back and forth and we want to hear your opinion as well, uh, on all of this. And plus they keep us straight. If we make, if we make a claim that's off, then yeah. And they correct us pretty quickly. So, um, but it's been a ton of fun. Hit us up on Twitter, hit us up on Twitch, rate, subscribe, all of that good stuff. We're, uh, uh, we're super stoked. Make sure you're hitting up our merch at WNBANation.com. And uh, yeah, it's the best way to get a hold of us. Logan, this has been a fun night. Thanks, man. Appreciate you letting me be a part of these last couple episodes. Oh, man. Thanks for helping me out because, man, I have all these notes and all these thoughts and all these takes and all these wiki articles open. So you've helped me set it straight. Uh, I'm sure we will have other hosts on to help uh, as we complete our team previews. We've got a couple more to go. And then we are going to, like, this is all leading up to kind of our culminating big preseason prediction show that we do right before the season tips off on May 14th, uh, which we're all looking forward to. As of this recording, that's like less than two weeks away, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, it's just right around the corner. So we'll have to get our awards predictions and bold predictions ready to go for you guys. And we want you uh, to contribute those things as well. We want to know who your, your best guesses are for all the awards this season and what your boldest prediction is. Uh, for what's going to happen in the WNBA in 2021. We will have all of that coming your way and more in the weeks ahead. But until we get there, I am Logan Jones. And I'm Kyle Haywood. And we got you next time.